Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey everybody, welcome to Marriage of Martinis. I'm Adam and here's Danielle. Hi. And this is not part two, but trial two of this episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we we had a different idea for this episode at first and we kind of, or you wrote it before this whole craziness, pandemic, coronavirus thing happened. Mm-hmm. So we decided to change it up a little bit and talk about what's going on with the virus with us and how it's affecting us just, you know, a, a little bit here and we'll still continue with some of what we were originally going to talk about. Well, it takes on a different form now because it takes on the form of you better fucking have laughter and humor right now to get through this. So yeah. originally we we're going to talk about humor in the way that it's affected us. Now it's taking on a whole different meaning through all of this. Um, yeah, yeah, we were originally just going to discuss how humor has played a part in our lives and our relationship and our upbringing and all of that stuff. But now it's taken on such another major role mm-hmm. that there's so much more that we want to talk about for humor because we need it now. Right. More than ever. <laughs> yep. I just want to start off by thanking any of you who have been contacting us. Uh, for those of you who know that I run a retail business and you've asked how how we're doing and what happened with the store. And uh, I'll just kind of throw it out there real quick just to let you know the situation that we're in because just like many of you out there, we are all feeling this together. It's it's very similar. Our stories are very similar. Whether you run a business, you own a business, or you work for a business, we're all feeling this in the same ways. Um, so I chose to voluntarily shut down the store on what day is it? It doesn't matter. <laughs> I didn't even... It was light out. <laughs> right. It's so hard to keep <laughs> it, track of Instead of hours now, we're just doing darkness or light. I did it when <laughs> right. it was light out or I did it when it was dark out. That's it. I th- well, today is Sunday. Yeah, that, that, it doesn't fucking matter. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, I'm trying <laughs> to gauge where I decided, you know, or you, I don't want to say forced me to make a decision, but you, we had a discussion. You wanted me to close the store mm-hmm. and um, I wanted to keep the store open and I wanted to close the store both for different reasons, which I'll discuss. So I decided to shut down the store on Thursday, which was before uh, we were told to by the governor, which was yesterday. So three days later. Does the, OK. Yeah. Fine. Sorry. I know, but I got you. All right. <laughs> but it was a very hard decision to have to make. I have employees. I I have people who are depending on money from working and we're a small business. We're not Apple. We're not Nike. We can't afford to pay people through something like this where we shut down the doors and if there's no money coming in, there's no money to pay people. There's no money to pay ourselves. It's not that kind of lucrative business. So it was a very tough decision that I had to make and it, how it's going to affect my people, how it's going to affect my family. And it's, it, it was really scary, sad, emotional, like all these different feelings at the same time of what do I do? What's the right thing to do? I don't want to be affected by this virus. I don't want to be in contact with people, with customers, with employees. I don't want to bring it home to my family, but I need to support my family. My employees need to support themselves or their families. There's just so much racing around my mind. I just didn't know what to do. Well, at one point I said to you, I was like, listen, I was like, you're because I could tell you were distant and you were you had stuff going on in your mind, obviously, as we all do. And I said, I was like, you're going into work and you could bring it home or you could give it to somebody else. And your mom was still going into the store at that point and everything. And you looked at me and you're like, 
I haven't even really been able to consider the health risks of all of this yet because I'm so immersed in the how the fuck am I going to make any money? Yeah. So it was it, it was about a week ago that you were sort of like, oh, my God, yeah, there's like a huge health risk involved in this. And it, just to juggle it all in our minds is so overwhelming. Yeah, I got to the point where I was staying open to employ people. Mm-hmm. I had to cut the hours right away to only minimal staff so that I could at least support my day people, people that I know are supporting you know, themselves as adults or their families or anything like that. But it got to the point where I was just staying open to support my employees. And that was it. We weren't doing the business to, you know, yeah. make a profit for the day or right. you know anything like that. So I had to make that decision where I said, I just can't do it anymore. So we had to close. And now three days later, we're in New Jersey. We're all forced. All non-essential businesses are forced to close. Yeah, five states now. So here we are. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, on the other side of all of that, I know everyone is your kids are home. Uh, you're homeschooling for the first time. I am homeschooling for the first time. It is not a pretty situation. Um, my kids miss their teachers. I miss their teachers. All right. <laughs> Shout out to all you teachers out there. I know some of their teachers listen to the podcast. So just know we're man. We, we appreciate you more than ever, even though we always did. Um, but there's also, you know, I went to the food store yesterday morning, which is a totally different experience. It's amazing how quickly life changes. But the people who were stocking shelves were playing Bob Marley, Three Little Birds, you know, everything, every little thing is going to be all right. And there was somebody greeting people at the front of the store, just smiling and making sure that you felt safe walking into the store. I mean, there's people are doing our, our son made a beautiful poster to hang in our window that just says we're all in this together and people are delivering stuff to their uh, you know to their local um, you know hospitals doctors nurses mailmen garbage people people are stepping up and doing the little things we can without being able to to um, you know leave our homes so everybody is sort of coming becoming a hero in all of this and I thank you all for um, you know whatever it is you're doing the little acts mean more than we even know um, and let's just keep those going and and get through this because those little acts add up to a lot um, and I'm, I'm proud of all of us I'm proud of what what we've been doing I'm proud of our kids um, you know they've not been bad they've been good yeah okay I didn't want to like take it to that level but they, they've not well yeah it's still early let's see where we are in a week or two when we all turn into like the shining <laughs> exactly <laughs> well that's just how i was thinking because it's so funny because ian said to me yesterday he said dad what's the shining about and yeah. i was like oh you're gonna see <laughs> <laughs> right i don't i don't know where he pulled that out of but yeah. he asked me and it's just yeah. so funny because i'm for the first time home I, I yeah. you know, besides a weekend where, you know, it's kind of structured. Now we're just home quarantined. Yeah. So this is very different. Right. And like I I'm expected to be this camp counselor and like from three different sides. Dad, do you want to do this? And dad, do you want to play this? And dad, do you want to go outside? Dad, can I have Because that's it. We're their playmates. Oh my God. That's it. And I'm like, you have the internet still, thank the Lord. We still have the yeah. internet. If that anything should happen with that. Mm-hmm. All hell will break loose. Right. But they've been good. And, it, you know, it just, I feel bad when I get annoyed at certain things, you know, because they're not being bad. They're just asking for too much. <laughs> and the like, kids. I guess. Um, but it just, it like, sometimes I just say, listen, our mommy and daddy need to, you know, we need our downtime too. We need to relax. Right. No more asking for anything. You know, if, you're, uh, if your hair is not on fire, please don't call my name. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Oh, you're getting to know that mommy, 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 mommy feel. Uh huh. I've heard a lot of daddy, daddies. Uh, yeah, you and you days. have really stepped up. You've been great. Thank you. You really I have. I appreciate that. You really have. You have been really stepping up and doing a lot, and um, and I'm grateful for it. Uh, and we haven't killed each other yet. No, not yet. Not yet. Luckily, we have our separate rooms. That is true. That helps. That does help. So for anybody making fun right. or anybody who doesn't You're get it. You're wishing you had one now, man. <laughs> yeah. Personal space, baby. Personal space. And I keep saying to my friends, I keep texting them. I'm like, you think I was touchy-feely with you before? Just wait. <laughs> when you see your best friends <laughs> When later? I see my friends, it's just going to be like a fucking like physical love fest. Well, I saw that meme you posted. Was it a meme or just a gif or whatever? 
where those two little kids run to each other. Yeah, and it's, yeah, it's going to be like that, only, oh my God, I'm just, I'm not letting go. And right. I think a lot of you out there feel like that. Um, and I, one of the things I wanted to start with with this humor episode was that, my God, in dark times comes the best content ever mm-hmm. because it, it hasn't gotten old yet. Like, I'll be posting things, I usually post on Instagram like three or four times a day. And you try to break it up, you know, into like, different categories but right now there is just so much great quarantine humor that has it's just not getting old yet I mean, maybe it will but it's it's all so incredible and everyone's just stepping up and I guess people whose jobs it is to be funny in the real world you know who usually go out and are either stand-up comedians or whatever their regular profession is is sort of on hold right now so they're just their only outlet is the internet And so there has been so much incredible information. I mean, I am sending things to my friends left and right that maybe I can't post on Instagram. Oh, really? You can't post on Instagram? Well, if there's something that, you know, I just, if I don't feel like hearing the comment, you know, there's still the other people too who were working, who are now home, who have lots of opinions. (laughs) (laughs) There's the other side of that. So, I mean, most of our listeners I know are not those people, but, um, but I have to be a little bit selective because I also don't, I can't, I can't be monitoring, like, I'm monitoring my kids right now. I can't be monitoring people who post, like, who post stupid comments under my posts. So mm-hmm. I have to be a little bit selective. Yeah. I want, I want to discuss a little bit about humor right now in these kinds of situations because it's, it really is so important to laugh. I mean, if I may. And be scientific for a second here. Oh. <laughs> we all know that laughter really is a powerful force, really, within our bodies. I mean, when we laugh, you know, our bodies release endorphins and dopamine, all those feel-good, you know, chemicals in our body that just are, like, during sex or during, you know, even when you're doing drugs. Like, these things are just released to make you feel good. Laughter is one of them. Mm-hmm. And we need it. Um, it really helps us cope better with stress. If we, if we can just laugh for a second or a few, you just start to feel better. E- even though nothing goes away, nothing's wrong. I mean, I'm sorry, not that nothing's wrong. Those things are still there. J- just that laughing, just just watching something that's funny, what, you know, having a funny conversation with somebody else, it just, it helps. Oh, it yeah. helps with the coping. Yeah, and there's no better feeling than that feeling of laughter when, you know, you can't even control yourself. Like you're just, you can't breathe, you can't, you know, your face hurts and yeah. there's no better feeling than that. And it's like it's it's like they say, you know, even if you fake a smile to someone, something happens inside of you and something is released inside of you and all of a sudden you can just start to feel happier like the science of that. It's the same thing with laughter. It's contagious. It really is. Mm-hmm. And if we're if we're doing it, if we're putting it out there and it's not so easy right now. It's it might not be easy for everybody to laugh. You know, I was thinking about this isn't the only time I've been quarantined because af- when I I was having my OCD, uh, you know, attack or um, meltdown or whatever you want to call it. Um, when I was pregnant with Mia, I self-quarantined myself. I was literally like a prisoner in my parents' house. I moved out with us um, for a couple months and I moved in with my parents and I really was quarantined. I know I didn't want anybody coming in. I didn't go out. My parents would have to force me even to take a walk around um, our, you know, our street, my parents' street to get out. And I couldn't laugh. I really couldn't. It was, I mean, now it was really back then it was, uh, you know, that I felt like nobody was connecting with me because nobody could understand what I was going through at the time. I felt that this is a little bit different because we're all going through the same thing, which is a nice connector. And so we're all, we have a common enemy to laugh at, which is great. It takes that I'm alone feeling out of the equation Mm -hmm. and it's not just me. Mm -hmm. And like, you don't think to yourself, am I crazy? Am I whatever? No, this is just what it is. And I, I also just wanted to say in my own opinion here, so this is not scientific in any way. I just feel that joking and humor really are appropriate during times like this. And making light of these heavy things is just helping us all cope together. I know there's people suffering and we're not making jokes at any victims. Nobody's laughing at the victims. No, we're not. laughing at the situation at a, at a whole. So for anybody who out there who is suffering and people are dying and people are really sick, 
that's not what we're laughing at. That's not what of the jokes not. are about. We're, we're just finding our common ground to say, hey, listen, we're all in this situation. Yeah. Here's a funny picture of my toilet paper, you know, made into a smiley face on my toilet bowl or something like that. Really? That's what you pick? I, no, I've seen, I'm not, I just made that's that up. That's the funniest thing you can No, I just with? made it up on top of my head. Like, I just, <laughs> there's so many funny things. I'm just saying, right. we're just finding humor in the situation yeah. as a whole. Yeah, absolutely. So please don't think we're laughing at victims or mm -hmm. people who are s truly sick. Yeah, and humor has always throughout the ages, you know, gotten people through hard times. And, uh, you know, you think about Bob Hope and what he did during World War II and the USO and him going to different places and doing his stand-up in support of the military and um, movies that have come out and the greatest art that has come out of all of these hard times. And I know that during the Depression, um, people would meet by the radio because that's what it was. It was radio back then and sit around the radio and wait for their, their shows to come on um, and, you know, their programs or whatever they, whatever <laughs> like, you called them back bring then. Bring up those old school terms. I and, love it. And, and it did. It helped people get through um, some of the darkest times. And that connection is really um, what is the biggest part of it all. So, yeah. Um, and, and, and and I, yeah. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, you know, Mark Twain said um, that uh, humor is tragedy plus time. So when something stressful happens, ask, well, will I think any part of this is funny in a week or a month? And give your permit yourself permission to experience that reaction now. It's okay. And, and the fact that, you know, we do ultimately find humor in things. You know, there's stuff that I think about from, you know, I can laugh at my OCD now I couldn't laugh at it when I was going through it I wish I could have mm -hmm. I couldn't but this is something that fortunately we can all laugh at together um and it is one way that we can we can get through so <laughs> yeah it's funny it just popped into my head like I guess to relate that to a normal situation like if you're walking down the driveway and you you slip and you fall nobody's around nobody's it's not really funny. It hurt, you know? But when you tell the story two weeks later, yeah. it's hilarious. Absolutely. So when you look back, it was... So laugh now. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There are times in my life where things have been really, really scary. And now I look back and it's kind of hilarious. <laughs> but at the times they weren't. Um, yeah. And there's a reason why if you go online and, you, and everybody's now searching, what should I binge watch? What should I... You know, you're always going to find comedy movies and people are recommending comedy 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 you know mm -hmm. nobody says go watch outbreak right although our friend did that <laughs> one I, of our friends I watched in to. one day when this first started she watched contagion and outbreak and then called I me love it. after and was like maybe that wasn't a good idea <laughs> and i was like no shit that wasn't a good idea what kind of fucking monster are you that you watch those movies back to back right. and then That's you're funny. like maybe that wasn't a good idea i started watching hunters um on yeah, which too. i know you did too and i had to stop it's a wonderful show it is good i like it's it it's so good but i can't watch it right now well, yeah, I mean, there's too many depressing. Right. But there was also there. a meme that was like, I don't care if this quarantine goes on for six fucking years. I will not watch one episode of Friends. I refuse. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Because that's like everybody's go to. But Shit's Creek is getting me through. You know, those are That'll great get you episodes. Through anything. So, that's yeah, such a good show. Yeah. Whereas I usually like I usually like dramas and stuff. I'm definitely turning more to comedy right now. Um, and Wait, I, yeah. I, I made. Um, I don't know how to make memes. But oh boy. can you use this and make a meme from no, this? No, <laughs> I cannot. I will tell you now. No. I thought it was funny to me. <laughs> yeah, well, that doesn't say much. I know. I don't know how to do it. I think it would be funnier visually with a picture behind it. Like, because when you just say it into the mic here, it's not going to be very funny. But I thought it was. Oh, shit. Yeah. No. Ready? It's No, but this is like simple, like just clean humor. Oh. Oh, clean humor. Ready for this? Yeah. And it was funny that I said that. Now that I got all these wipes, I actually have to fucking clean. What? Now that I got all these wipes, like people are buying wipes off the shelves uh -huh. everywhere. Now I actually have to fucking clean. Yeah, there's a reason why you don't make memes. Oh, damn it. That's I thought it. that was clever no, and funny. No, I mean, sure. I thought that would be funny for you because you would say, oh, I have to fucking clean now, now that I have all these wipes laying around the house. Maybe. See, it's not funny when you say it like this. Right. But if it was a meme, it would be funny. Okay, you could start making some memes. No, no I'm not. On your own account. I You're not putting them anywhere near <laughs> marriage and martinis, I'll tell you that much. Okay, wait. I, I, I have another one. Yeah. Okay. Ready? Uh -huh. You know what goes great with the coronavirus? Lyme's disease. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> did you really make that up? I kind of did. I saw something similar. Oh, it's so and, wrong. And that twisted right. it around and made so it my wrong, own. It's right. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Yeah, that is pretty good. It reminds me of my grandfather when he was older and he got Parkinson's disease and he was always such a funny guy. And um, he would make this joke to anybody when it got very evident that he had Parkinson's disease and he was shaking a lot. And he would say to people, "Um, did you hear about the guy in the nursing home who had two girlfriends in the nursing home? And his friend asked him, which one do you like better? And he said, oh, I like Rose better. And his friend said, why? And he said, because her hand shakes. (laughs) I I can't laugh from, uh, you know, surprise because I know the joke. But yeah, I love that. Yeah. Does I, that make sense? Is everyone yeah. out there going to understand what his hand? Yeah, we all get it. We want the nurse's hand to shake while she's. Okay, thank making, you. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. And this is one of the reasons why I say to my I say to my kids, especially now, make sure you marry somebody or with somebody have a partner who makes you laugh, because it is really important, and especially. You don't know when you're going to be fucking quarantined together. <laughs> right. <laughs> and you better be able to make each other laugh because in some ways that is the most important thing. And and I think we're also showing our kids and I hope, you know, other people are showing your kids if you are able to laugh right now, if you are not, you know, if I, I know sometimes it's just not it's it's just not possible. But, um, you know, if you are able to just just la- show people how that laughter can get us through. And, um, you know, I think our kids are seeing that we're still able to make each other laugh now. And that's important. Let's take a break. We have to take it. It's already oh. 20 minutes in. So okay. we, we have to take a quick break. Uh, we will be right back. I'm so glad I tried feels a few months ago back before all of this started when I was just at my regular anxiety level. Now I'm at my uh, super hyped anxiety level and I'm so glad that feels is there to really help me just take it down a notch every day especially now that the kids are homeschooling and I have all this added stress and CBD is a natural way to help reduce your stress anxiety pain and sleeplessness you place a few drops of feels under your tongue and feel the difference within minutes if you're new to CBD just like I was, Feels offers a free CBD hotline to help guide your personal experience. It really is the best way to naturally help yourself feel better. And the best part, Feels delivers straight to your door. You don't have to go anywhere and pick it up straight to your door every month. Feels has me feeling my best every day and it can help you too. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash M&M and you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's feels, F-E-A-L-S dot com slash M&M to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. Feels.com slash M&M. Right now, we can't go to escape rooms or amusement parks or movie theaters, but that doesn't mean that there isn't great entertainment that we can still be a part of as a family or even as a date night after the kids are asleep. And Hunt a Killer is such a fun way to make this happen. And life right now is not what it usually is, but... Hunt a Killer is still here to make sure that we get quality time together as a family in a fun way that makes it feel almost like a night out. Even if you and your partner just want to have a date night right now and you can't go out, Hunt a Killer is the perfect way to do it. With each delivery, you'll sift through piles of documents, evidence, audio recordings, and case files, eliminating suspects or an, and identifying murder weapons until you crack the case and catch the killers. It's like an escape room delivered right to your door. And if you're a detective that prefers to work solo, Hunt a Killer is designed that you can play your way, be it alone, with your cat, with your whole crew. And don't worry, you can join their spoiler-free community with 100,000 members to help each other solve difficult puzzles and talk about true crime, which is a great way to connect right now. So right now, just for our listeners, you can go to huntakiller.com slash marriage and put in promo code marriage to get 20% off your first box. That's huntakiller.com slash marriage and put in promo code marriage for 20% off your first box. There's been no better time to start having Hunt a Killer delivered to your doorstep to make our nights a little bit more fun and full of connection. I asked about the uh, the Corona and Lyme 
joke that you made before if it was your original content or I just not. said it was not. I, I know. I, 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 I know. But I'm saying it. I asked that because I can remember when we first started dating and one of the things that I was really attracted to you uh, about from the start was um, was your humor. And I thought you were so funny. And I can remember on like our first or second date sitting down at a bar and you just ripping off one joke after the other after the other. And I was just like obsessed. I just sort of thought to myself, like, he is so fucking funny. Meanwhile, not one, not <laughs> no original content in there whatsoever. Did you think they were mine? I, you for know, real? I, I, it's not that I thought that you, you didn't, you didn't so much as like come out and say they weren't yours. <laughs> I was so to maybe I assumed that they were, but I just remember thinking to myself that like, God, his delivery is so good. Like, you know, the way that other girls probably think about, you know, I don't know what else. But I don't know. I, I don't know what <laughs> else. you. Th- but but I just remember to me that was like so sexy and so attractive and I loved it. Do you remember the jokes? I remember some of them, none of which could be repeated on here. And none, on of, them here should, they could, none it, of them should be repeated in the 21st century because um, back yeah. then, the, you know, they were definitely now if someone told it to me. I'd probably be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, right. that is so, but it was a different time, a different era. Um, and humor, I think, has changed. But uh, yeah, I just, you know, that was one of the things that first attracted me to you. And um, and growing up, you know, I said with my grandfather, my what I called my Zeta, um, he was always so freaking funny and he had such inappropriate. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today appropriate humor um and there was nothing that he wouldn't say to us or show us to get a laugh um he used to get playboy delivered to his house uh once a month you know for the articles did as all, everybody gets them delivered but for did the- all dads and grandpas back then i feel like playboy was my dad every never house. had playboy uh, your dad i get i understand that he didn't have it he's too I serious for I, that i don't know that we could do a poll about that did your household have playboy growing up but there was playboy in my dad's room oh really yeah oh yeah yeah yeah. i Um, don't know if that was typical but playboy was just i mean it was so compared to what else is out there like today there's you porn you know what i mean like back then playboy was i know but playboy the thing about you porn is that after your kids go to sleep you can go and watch yeah i know but back then it was like a playboy sitting on the back of your toilet and a guest came over and they were like Oh, he has Playboy. No, or in, she has Playboy. They're very intellectual because those articles are very well written. Well, they are actually. It's I know. true, <laughs> I, and I do know that. But I, you know, no. When, but I'm saying that's it was not just the first thing you. It think was you so think. tame compared to what's available. Yeah, today. sure, and it's fine, yeah. and you know, great. Get Playboy, but we're also talking 30 years ago, mm-hmm. so it was a you know, it was a different time. But, um, but I just remember being like Zeta, you know, me and my cousin saying Zeta, you know, you shouldn't be looking at those dirty magazines. And he would open it up with like a, you know, a nude cover model and be like, you see how clean she is? She bathes every day. She's very clean. Right. And like and my mom was never like, don't do that. I mean, it was just different times, different times. Yeah. And, and, and his humor was and he had us cracking up. And he also, you know, I remember he used to come over and fill his glass with scotch, like all the way to the top. He was a very big drinker. And we would always have scotch in the liquor cabinet for him, the kind that he liked. And he would fill it all the way to the top and put a tiny drop of water in and say, I only put the scotch in to kill the bacteria in the water. Like <laughs> he just had so many, you know, like what I'll call like zingers. A zingers. Zingers. Are you a boomer? Or? I am not a boomer, but I You know what's funny zingers. about that? That reminds me of a, not a joke, but uh, a story my um, my roommate back in high school who told me his grandfather would, I think, do the same thing, like fill a like a tall glass of scotch or whiskey, cut it with water. No, he would. They would. He would say he doesn't put water in his scotch, and he's and so he said to his grandfather, like, you know, well, why don't you why don't you use water? Not that he knew what he was talking about, but if you're saying you don't use water, why don't you put water in? And he said. 
Because fish fucking water. It's dirty. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, like it, those kinds yeah. of old time, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, we would go to his house with my grandmother, too. And she, she wasn't she didn't have quite the same humor as it, but she appreciated his humor. And we would go to his house and we, you know, we would put on uh, he, he always had on, you know, the Three Stooges or like we, we learned a lot about humor from him. He would always be watching some kind of funny show. Um, you know, he was obsessed with MASH as every single person was in the 1970s and early 80s um he just you know his his house was really the stories my mom tells and and for those of you who listen to the episodes with my mom she has a really good sense of humor and is really funny so I I grew up really with uh, you know with humor being a really important part of my life and my bro- I grew up with a brother and my s- a sister who were really smart, got really good grades. And I think, first of all, as a younger child, I personally think the youngest child is usually the funniest. But um, as a youngest child, I will say that. But also, I think it was w- my way of claiming my my identity. I was, you know, I was the comic relief I was the funny one I was the, people expected that of me and so you know the expectation lied in like not me not having to get such great grades in school but it, you know I was funny so but that maybe doesn't I make sense to me fun. why because you're not funny right I know you've never thought I was you're funny not, I don't think you're funny you have never thought I was funny even if I thought you were a little funny I'm not going to admit it. right yeah, right you're not people funny. do think I'm funny well you're relatable you're not funny oh all right. Is there a difference? <laughs> right, maybe a little. Maybe you're a little funny. Yeah, you would never even. No, but say I'm not going to admit. If um, you're really funny. Do you feel like, and for everybody out there, do you feel like you are? You tend to be drawn to people who are either who are funny. Like, do you feel like in your life, you just tend to just like to be around people who are funny more, or um, is that something for you that is important? For me, absolutely. I always was because I was just like you. I mean, I was the youngest kid, but I was the youngest of two. So it wasn't quite, you know, to the the level because you're the third. But I was always funny. I was always like kind of halfway class clown making jokes. And, you know, that I always surrounded myself with people who I thought were funny. We can always joke back and forth with. So that was always a big part of my personality and personalities that I tried to pursue. You know, I yeah. wanted to be around like that. That meant a lot to me. That that's mm-hmm. kind of what I wanted to be around. Mm-hmm. So, I always found humor as being I, maybe sometimes too much for myself. But I always find the humor in kind of everything, which I think sometimes annoys the shit out of you. <laughs> <laughs> but I think sometimes it's helped you. Well, yes. Oh, hundred percent. Your humor has helped me in so many times, and you are so good at lightening the mood. And I am certainly. As much as I think, you know, I have a great sense of humor, I am certainly the worrier in our relationship. Very much so. And you can calm me down from that. Um, but sometimes uh, your humor, especially when we're around other people, is a little like inappropriate. <laughs> Not in like, I don't give a shit about sexual inappropriateness or anything, but bordering on inappropriate in ways that I find offensive. So, um, you know, sometimes. Well, I never know. Like, I know if you're in what, like what's a, appropriate. Yeah. Like, I, no, not with people, but like with you, just you and I, I never know when is the right time to, you know, make the joke or joke about the situation because I know it's either going to be like slam dunk right. or I'm in the shitter for like well, a Well, it probably all depends if I have my period. Yeah. Or not. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so there's, there's so many different kinds of situations where I don't know is the joke the right time. And I, I don't know if I should or shouldn't. Right. And I do anyway. Yeah. And, no, it's usually the right time. Uh, yeah, I figure either. Look, I'm, I'm gonna win one for the team, or mm-hmm. I'm gonna be in the shit house. Right? Did so. you just, you know, there's certain things you never joke about weight. You never joke about I eating too much. You never joke about, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> you do sometimes though. I d- what? Well, I mean, like about my eating and stuff. You definitely have made. Jokes. Well, that's easy to joke about. Right. So I, I eat too much. It's okay. <laughs> um, but uh, wait, what was that one that you? You put something out there, either a meme or something like that. Where About Oreos? Yeah, it was an Oreos thing. Yeah, I wrote, I actually, I wrote that for a company one time um, that uh, prayers for my husband who just, uh, did, when I took out six Oreos, he said, aren't you on a diet? And like, right. you're never supposed to say that to a woman, right. ever. If you, if you were funny, that would have been funny. Right. Especially being quarantined together, you eat whatever the fuck you want, people. Oh my there God. are no right. rules. Right now? 
I had a I had a cup of noodles last night. <laughs> like, like like the actual cup o noodles. Cup o noodles. Yes. Yeah. Like the literal like seventy cent pack cup of noodles. I think that's good quarantine food though. I I stocked up on. Listen. I any, anything goes right now. Listen, if so, just so you guys understand, I have access to the best shit food ever because of my business. And I have, you know, these distributors that, that send, uh, send product to like mini marts and Wawa's and all those kinds of stores. So I have access to like pop tarts and cup of noodles and ramen noodles and Oreos. And listen, I stocked, I got boxes of mm-hmm. shit mm-hmm. and I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> listen, you gotta eat what you gotta eat right now. Um, but I, I am definitely really attracted like to people who are funny. I think a sense of humor is so attractive. And I was recently, um, listening to Oprah interviewing Amy Schumer and Oprah asked her, um, I I don't know if I'm saying this exactly correct, but she asked her if someone needs to be funny in order to be close to them. Like she was saying to Amy Schumer, like, is that, you know, is that a deal breaker for you if someone's not funny? And Amy Schumer said, yes, kind of. Or they have to be really great at laughing and, you know, at appreciating humor, even if like there are certain people that maybe aren't particularly funny in my life, but love to laugh, appreciate the same kind of humor, appreciate my humor. And, you know, so even if you're not a funny person, it is just being able to laugh and being able to um, understand a good joke, I think is also a really like, you know, it's, it's, it's a common bond. And it's, well, yeah. So it's somebody on the other end who, who not going to make a joke, but right. are there to laugh at whatever yeah. it is and genuinely laugh. And, and a great laugh is a great, yeah. um, I mean, a well, as thing. a comedian, not, not me as a comedian, but somebody who is a comedian, you need that to feed off of. Yeah. If you're in a comedy club to feed off those laughs. Right. And that's what makes it funny. Yeah, and there are certain people who have a great laugh. I'm trying to think right now of like who has a great laugh. Well, that was that was part of. Oh, we, yeah. we go back to the jokes that I was telling you. Those were Jackie Martling jokes. You know, he used to be on the Howard Stern show, and yeah. he went off on his own to do you know stand up comedy. And most of the jokes that I would tell you were his, but his laugh, it was an infectious. Either like you hated it or you loved it. And that was part of the joke was his laughing. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of it. Like you, like them laughing and right. you laughing. It's just feeding off each other. My favorite F- SNL skits are always the ones where they start laughing, where they're just, it's yes. so fucking funny that I they can't, I, they can't like help but st- start laughing. Like there's been ones I know with, you know, when Chris Farley and David Spade um, were doing ones, oh. I think Chris Farley like peed his pants once by accident and David Spade just starts hysteric. I mean, those are just so great. And um, yeah, so those are my favorites. By the way, we have to take another break, but everybody who's listening, we have some really great sponsors for this episode that are perfect for this time and this situation and when we're all stuck inside and quarantined. Please listen to these ads and participate if you're able to. Some of them are free. Some that there are some apps. Um, and they're mostly small businesses. Yeah, so we're trying to support everybody out there right now, mm-hmm. these small businesses especially. Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so check this out, and we'll be right back. Right now, a lot of our regular routines, I keep saying it again and again, but it's just the truth. There, our regular routines are not, you know, just not a thing we're able to do right now, which means we're at home right now, baking brownies with the kids, snacking, doing a lot of popcorn at night for movie night, and that's all okay and awesome. But we still want to do things that are going to keep our bodies healthy in the long run. So even if right now we're not eating kale salads and drinking green smoothies, and maybe we're not getting all of our essential nutrients we need on a daily basis, Ritual is here to help. It's an essential for women, a multivitamin reimagined. For all of you obsessive label readers, all of Ritual's vegan-friendly, sugar-free, non-GMO, gluten-free, and allergy-free ingredients and their sources are out there for the whole world to see. Ritual is delivered right to your doorstep and a subscription is easy to start. It's also easy to pause and it's only a dollar a day to have all of your essential nutrients your body needs delivered every month, no strings attached. Right now, Ritual is offering our listeners 10% off during your first three months. That's 10% off a delivery straight to your door every month. 
Visit Ritual.com slash MNM to start your ritual today. That's 10% off during your first three months at Ritual.com slash MNM. If you're going through anything like infertility, miscarriage, even just motherhood in general, it could feel very isolating sometimes, especially now. And Peanut is an app that is here to help you connect with other women, other moms, other women going through similar things by creating online communities, groups, and even just messaging each other and sharing your experiences. For new moms who are feeling isolated, this is really coming to the rescue because you can meet other moms online who have gone through anything that you've gone through and you'll know that you can connect and share your experiences. Search for Peanut in your app store right now and get the app that has been covered by the New York Times, Fortune, BBC, Vogue, and all of them say that this is an app to the rescue for women who are feeling alone. Go to Peanut in your app store right now and download. I want to talk a little bit about stand-up comedians because I have a special place in my heart for stand-up comedy. I've always been such a huge fan. I remember, I don't know what year it was, I when Comedy Central was first introduced as being a new channel on TV. I guess that shows how old I am right now for anybody. Sure does. I, but I thought it was going to be stand-up comedy only, and I was so excited about that. And it turned out to be a lot of that anyway. Uh, but I, I just, I love stand-up comedy. And just to say, you know, my, my favorite of all time, George Carlin, obviously we've said that before. But do you have any ideas or who you would think of today? Like who would be the perfect person to come on stage today to talk about the coronavirus and self um, quarantine, quarantining mm-hmm. and the separation of people. And because I, the last one that I just saw, I, I looked on Google, uh, Norm Macdonald did a recent stand-up show maybe a week ago. So it was before this whole thing was as serious as it is today because a week makes a big difference. And he did a quick five-minute bit about coronavirus, and it was it was great. It was really funny. So I was just wondering, who do you think would be perfect right now to come on stage and talk about everything? Well, I was I was thinking, first of all, um, that, yeah, George Carlin, first of all, would be amazing. Yeah. Um, I I don't know if you've ever listened to Leslie Jones. She was on SNL. Yeah, she was in yes. know, Ghostbusters or anything. Yeah. And I really I love her so much. Um, if you've ever listened to her commentary on like when the Olympics were going on, she did or the World Cup was going on. She did from her Instagram, like a live commentary. You know, she would turn the sound off and do commentary. And she was just, I, I love her. Um, I think she's incredible. But, you know, a lot of uh, celebrities are doing that right now in their own way in short snippets. Um, they are putting out content, you know, on their Instagram or their Twitter or just hilarious stuff. And honestly, it's giving a platform to people who, I mean, there are videos that have come out that are so freaking hilarious of people I never knew before, comedians I never knew before, who are kind of getting a time to sort of shine without having to get up and tour and, you know, be in front of, uh, you know, a a studio audience or just these that are getting their name out in some ways. It's a nice time for people who maybe we didn't know about to make a voice for themselves. This is a really hard time for comedians because you can't be in a venue. You can't be in front of an audience. And honestly, like half of the of being a stand up comedian is being in front of an, like interacting like we just talked about before you need the laughter you need the interaction and they can't have that now so it's all done via either youtube or zoom or you know what you know interacting those ways so it's really hard to be a comedian right now like well, you don't have that i don't know i mean it's it's there's so like much it's, it's but it's not on paper it's not as fun like when you're reading something that's funny it's it's like not even close to as funny as it is when you see them performing. I guess I guess right now is going to be uh we're going to find out who the best improvs are. You know, we're going to find out who the best um you know, I think people are going to come forward and 
and you're going to find, uh, you know, voices who are going to see us through this and be, you know, you look at like a Tom Hanks, not that he's being so funny right now, but he is a voice through all of this. And he's after this, you're going to remember that, you know, he was there and he um, told us what he was going through. And there are going to be people like that who after this is all done, you know, you think about 9-11. I always think about 9-11 and uh, listening to Howard Stern that day and how he didn't mm-hmm. leave. And he and um, I've, I've oftentimes thought about that with him, that he was a real, you know, he helped get me through that morning and that day. And um, I think you're going to find that. Uh, and look, maybe there are some who we're not going to hear from because who knows what they're going through personally and, you know, not to hold it against anybody. Well, we haven't heard from Howard since. Yeah, this. he's going to be on, I think, tomorrow. I think he starts again. But he was off last week when this was all Everybody's happening. trying to just figure it out right now. Mm-hmm. But I, f- I hear from him because I follow Beth Stern um, on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I'm not holding it against him, trust right, me. But, right, you know, uh, you know, like he was a germaphobe to begin with. So this right. probably... Right. Well, everybody and everyone's just being told to stay home. I mean, I know they're all in their isolated booths and Robin's behind the glass yeah. and everything. So in some ways, they're, they, you know, they, they yeah, had they're it right. Fine. They had it right from the beginning. <laughs> But yeah, but I think we're going to figure out, you know, we're going to we're going to hear from some new voices and some new content creators. And um, listen, there's a it's all horrible. And like I said, we're we can't wait for the day when we can go out and hug each other. And um, this is all done. But there are little silver linings everywhere. Um, Do you think like um, introverts and germaphobes are like shouting hell yeah right now? Like out there. Well, (laughs) you know, there's been like so happy. so many memes. No, I think germaphobes are freaking the fuck out right now. But if they're home and contained on purpose but, right yeah, now. But it's still, sometimes it's not that logical. Right, I'm not trying to be realistic right, about this. Right, I'm just making a right, joke. Right, a but I, I do think that, um, that, you know, there were so many of us making memes about how we wanted to stay home and nobody wanted to go out on a Saturday night or whatever. Now we're sort of like, well, all right, let's slow the fuck down with all that. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Being home might be overrated too. There's all this like going out is overrated. I don't know. Being home is a little overrated. <laughs> you know what's the most underrated thing right now in existence cleaning people <laughs> being stuck at home with dogs and kids and like you don't realize we had people like yeah you yeah know what I mean? yeah yeah i mean there's so many people to appreciate through all of this right things and, you and don't think good. about that you take advantage of every day yeah and a different set of heroes you know i mean i know the doctors and nurses are heroes but you know, the garbage men right now and the people working in the food stores and, you know, these unlikely heroes that you don't think about who are actual heroes right now. All right. Speaking of um, the food stores, that's that just reminded me of a funny. Uh, oh, boy. We'll decide. Gift. We will be the de- <laughs> we will be the not, deciders of whether or not it's I'm funny. getting all these funny. Did you get the one where. Somebody texted me, like, when you text a video, so all you see is a picture with the play button on the top of it, and all they said was, check out this fight I saw in the store. And so, you, okay, that, that, that sounds fun. I want to see this. So you click on it, and it's so it starts out as a line at the, at the, uh, at the store, and then it just quickly <laughs> transfers to this. A guy with a huge penis. Either a guy with a huge penis or a girl farting, and you see the asshole open yeah, up and yeah, fart. Yeah, yeah and there's then it, a and lot of that. And then it's Dave Chappelle like, gotcha, bitch. <laughs> and, then it goes, and then it's done. Because people have just too much time on their but hands so right now. Good. I know. Thank you for you, whoever create these I things. I know. They're we getting us through. That. These are the people who are going to get us through, the meme creators and the... Yeah, and and like I said, it's not getting old yet. It's you know, it just is. Uh, it's all, it's it's all great. And, yeah. Uh, keep it keep it coming, guys. Um, there's there's so many things that we can do uh, right now, you know, to make each other smile and to make each other laugh. And um, yeah, and I want to thank everybody for sticking around through all of this and listening. And we're gonna do our best to be here for everybody through it all. And, um, you know, we're going to keep showing up and our, our head hopefully will, you know, it's not a hundred percent in anything right now, as I think is very relatable for everybody, but we're going to keep showing up for you. And on Instagram, I'm there constantly trying to find the best content, um, to share with you guys, both heartfelt and hilarious, um, 
if you have a minute, which I know most of us do right now, and you want to rate and review, <laughs> now would be a great time to a do lot it. Of time you to have do a that lot right of now. time to do yeah. that right now. You can go back and listen to old episodes of ours um, that you maybe haven't heard before. Uh, we are. Wait, all right. So, what's the funniest episode that we ever released that we can tell people to go listen In to? In my opinion, yes. my favorite, my personal favorite is Things We're Embarrassed to Admit. Oh, that's your favorite episode? We I don't did? remember what number that is. Probably though. old. Not, yeah, yeah, not like that old, but it's pretty old. Um, that was one of my favorites. What was one of my favorites that was funny, I thought, in the beginning? Oh, uh, the vacation. Vacation, yeah, the ex- extreme, extreme and exotic. Extreme exotic vacation. Yeah, go listen to that one. That one was funny. It was fun. Although, you know what? yeah, it, I, it's hard sometimes, though, right now, like, to listen to those episodes well, because no one's going to, on any extreme or exotic vacation. No, but it's funny. Right now. But honestly, listening to any of our first episodes, it's just funny to listen to us back then anyway. Right. Because, see the evolution. <laughs> yeah, if I mean, there is one, it might be wrong. It might be a de evolution that's happened. Do, do you remember, I, you know, Howard Stern made fun of his own progression with his voice, with uh, the mic. Yeah. Like, remember in his movie when he started out and he started out with this, like, high pitched, like, trying to be a whatever. Like, I listened back to our old episodes and I'm like, damn. I won't listen. It's bad. No, I won't listen. I refuse. <laughs> it's funny. I don't like to listen to any episodes. I will never, I, I don't listen to our episodes. I, right. I, you know, I hear myself right now talking to the mic, so that's good enough for me. Yeah. Um, if you have any like ideas for episodes that you want, please send them our way because, you know, our, our content has changed a little bit since this is all happening. We have a lot of episodes set up, but some we might wait a little bit to put out. So we're always looking for new, fresh content. Um, also, um, uh, I was going to say something else. Oh, if you want to share us with your friends, um, you know, right now we close the store. You know, this is what we're doing, and we want to do it to keep connecting with everybody. Um, but it's also a way to support, you know, support your podcasters, yeah. support people putting the content out right now, working hard to keep everybody entertained through this. And um, and we love you, and thanks for showing up. Yeah, very much. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah. Um, if But besides all that, if there's anything else out of the ordinary that you think would be fun that we could get involved with either games we're always looking for games well i'm just saying to you know interact with with people that's what i'm saying games oh lives yeah yeah, like dude lives or talk to you guys or do because people like our game episodes whatever we could do to interact that would be great be a lot of fun yeah so give us some ideas okay all right thanks guys all right right, in this time everybody stay safe stay 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 safe love you guys thanks so much Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 